Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the WTF1 podcast, Singapore Grand Prix edition. Hello, Tommy and Jess. Hello. What's your names? I don't know why I just said your names. You have to do it. I'm Jess. I genuinely feel like we've been away for like 20 weeks and we've forgotten how to do podcasts. And what's your name? Jess. No. He said, oh, did not hear that. He what said, did you say? I'm, I'm Jess. <laughs> oh, I'm Tommy. <laughs> and I'm Matt. There's no one else to do that with. Great. Um, great so yeah, Singapore Grand Prix. Let's talk about it. What a what a fantastically different. What a fantastically race, Monaco race. Yeah. yeah what? It's it like Monaco with the Slow. whole. Let's drive really slowly oh. and then chaos Snails. in the first pit stop. Yeah, absolute chaos. More uh, action than Monaco, though. Just saying. I mean, literally turning off your television, that's more action than Monaco, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Moving on before Tommy (laughs) kills me. So three word race reviews from some fans. We've got the Swedish baller says, I was asleep, which I completely disagree with. Corridor for underscore justice for Canada. Grand Prix underscore Sundays. Layla, Valtteri, it's James and Kieran Hargata. Jovenatz's glory hour. More more like glory for Laps. What did you read uh, that that particular three word race review as, Jess? No, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> but yeah, a, a, an interesting selection of, uh, of three word race reviews. First one, not something I agree with at all. I was asleep, and fair enough. Good race. Yeah, there wasn't. It was it was weird, obviously, seeing them go around at thirteen seconds a lap <laughs> slower than what they did in qualifying. Mm. But at the same time, it was almost like a horse race. You know, like the Grand National. The yeah. Grand National, they don't go full pelt for 40 furlongs, whatever the however long it is. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. It could be two furlongs. I don't know how long a furlong is. But, um, <laughs> furlongs. Yeah. You yeah. say furlongs they're, they're, anymore. They're furlongs. Uh, and, uh, but I actually enjoyed the, the sort of the anticipation. Yeah, I think Alex Alban in an interview said it was, it was like a marathon. And if you, everyone's going to say, you know, oh, we need F1 cars to go as fast as possible. But if you sprint, at the start of a marathon, you're going to be screwed for the rest of the race, aren't you? Say, yeah, but I, even I was sat there going, "Why don't Why don't someone just you know just catch them off guard? Yeah, turn everything up four seconds up quicker, go for it." And and I think there was a couple of occasions where I think Verstappen came under pressure from Bottas a little bit yeah. and, and that sort of stuff. But it was it was interesting. I didn't like it for as long as it was because it was almost forty laps of just. Let's chill, mm. you know. And then when Charles, uh, sorry, not Charles, uh, when Crofty said about Charles, ah, they've turned it up to race mode. Oh, he's done a forty-eight point three. We were like, that's not quick. That's yeah. not quick either. Well, Russell was saying fastest slaps, wasn't he? He was the quickest George guy on track for a lot of the time, which what kind of sums it up. It sums up it. I mean, it was very weird to see so many midfield teams getting fastest lap, and then you had Hulkenberg pitting, and he got fastest lap, and. Yeah, obviously it didn't end that way. We, oh, no, actually, no, we did get a midfield team get fastest lap at the end as well, didn't we? Kevin Magnussen. Yeah. K-Mag. The, 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 the king of Singapore, the lion of Singapore, but for fastest laps, not for wins. Um, what else we got? We got Justice for Canada. Obviously, that's kind of going, uh, I guess, yeah, Vettel. Always says he won Canada, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, he finally won Singapore on merit. So we'll, we'll talk about strategy <laughs> very shortly, I'm sure. Uh, Valtteri, it's James. Uh, well, we'll go into that. We'll dive well. into that. <laughs> and then Jovenazzi's Gloria, which we probably won't dive into, but great to see Antonio heading the field for a good three or four laps. I mean, is it? Sure. Tommy, your three-word race review. <laughs> I thought it was fun. I, I enjoyed the novelty of a midfield car leading. Yeah, but that happens... No, it doesn't. Well... It happens week in week. Oh, no, it doesn't. No. When's the last when time was we the saw... last time we saw a midfielder re- leading? Germany, but that was a, a bit different, wasn't it? Well, it's still not... nice to see. It's, it's nice it's, to see. It warms the heart. All right. But it you know, it's, it, I guess it's just like, it's a, it's a non-starter, right? Because... You know, as soon as they pit, they're not going to be there. No, anymore. you just hope for a red flag. And then Jovanazzi wins which the race. He, yeah. which he, I saw Araba say that on Twitter. Red flag the race now. now. <laughs> I imagine. Right, Tommy, three or three of you. 
Mission Why Now. Now I like that. That's yeah. one of my favorite three-word recipes. Oh, thank you. So yeah, uh, mainly just Ferrari's pace. I will admit that I was one of the people that said this, that absolutely no chance Ferrari were going to be anywhere. They struggled massively in Hungary, uh, which is a similar track. We all knew they were going to be good at Spa and Monza, but for them to deliver that in Singapore, a completely different track, and not dominate, but, you know, get a pole and a one-two. I mean, Amazing. Yeah, on, on paper, it's a domination. And I think, you know, we'll, we'll look at the predictions a bit later on, but, I mean, we were all very, very far off. And I think most people were. Even Ferrari themselves kind of wrote themselves off thinking, oh, hopefully, if we get a podium, it would be a great result. But, but interestingly, they did bring... I didn't see any anybody else really do much in, in terms of, like, changing their aero package, but Ferrari brought a new aero package this weekend. Yeah, they finally nailed their high downforce <laughs> They actually upgrade. applied applied downforce their to new, <laughs> their new nostrils, which they added to the front wing. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was something under the front wing, wasn't it? Yeah, little so, capes in between. Yeah, the... so, like, you know, they've got the little thumb nose, and there's, like, you call it a thumb nose, you call it whatever you like, um, <laughs> thumb. Uh, and then there's, a like, two little winglets underneath it. They make, like, little nostrils. Oh. And that's, and that's, 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 that's the helped change them. That's it. That's that has helped them find downforce. Wow. To do well. But my uh, mission why now is actually in reference to the fact that it's all a little bit too late with Mercedes with such a huge lead in the championship. Um, I mean, they're, they're so far ahead. It, mm. And we've had now, I'm trying to think, so since back to Germany, Mercedes have only won one race, uh, despite winning all the races at the yeah. start of the season. Uh, and it's a bit of a shame that we don't have that title fight. Uh, personally, I'm really enjoying the races, and I'm sure everyone else is as well. Mm. But it would have been cool to have had this for the whole season. I'm sure everyone can agree. Now you say that, you, you've got a stat about how the title oh, would look. Yes, so I have. please, so, please uh, I'll share. put this on the, the gram later, make a little graphic for it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I worked out the uh, what the championship would look like based on the last five races. So uh, if we take the first five races, which obviously is where... Mercedes got a 1-2 in all five of them. Yep. Uh, Hamilton had 112, Bottas 105, Verstappen 66, Vettel 64, Leclerc 57. Uh, but the last five races, it's been Leclerc would be leading the championship <laughs> on 80. I mean, sorry, carry on. Hamilton second on 73, Vettel third on 71, Verstappen on 64, and Bottas on 47. <sighs> Uh, but yeah, so just over a third place separating the top four in the title. If it was from the... If it was from the last five races, last five. what a title that would be. But unfortunately, as you say, they left it... But it's not. ...very, very, very late. Mercedes wrapped it up before the first half of the season was even over, yeah. which is not something you usually see very much at all. I mean, obviously, you kind of look back to Michael Schumacher's Ferrari and sort of that 2004 and that sort of stuff. That yeah. was kind of the, the domination that we saw this year um, we've got a question from Dennis Anubis says can Ferrari somehow still win the Constructors Championship mathematically absolutely but we were sat down and trying to work out some maths which probably a little bit hazy but um, we, we, we worked out that if Ferrari was to get a 1-2 in every single race and Mercedes 3-4 they still wouldn't win the title they have to outscore Mercedes by 20 points every single race well Mercedes got fourth and fifth so and you know it's not it's Jess still believes. That's basically what we're saying here. Uh, we, there's it's always a chance. I guess, like, because it, it goes to what you're saying. Like, everybody wrote off this season um, because of the dominance of Mercedes at the beginning. And yes, okay, 
it's unlikely that they're going to get surpassed in the constructors um, or the drivers, really. But, you know, anything could statistically happen. Right. As Murray Walker it, once it said. <laughs> and it probably will. And it probably will. Um, but yeah, I guess just don't write don't write it off totally, but also maybe just enjoy the fight back. Because the fight back almost could be as exciting as a maybe not as exciting as an overtake, but yeah. do you know what I mean? Like it's still it's it's still good to see how the season's evolved, I guess. And we were kind of looking as well a little bit about what if, as as a lot of F1 fans do, you know, what if this, what if that. But we were looking at sort of Charles, obviously, resurgence of the of the last few races, but also looking back at Baku where he crashed in qualifying and Germany where he crashed, could have come home with 18 points and he finished with none. And then you've got Bahrain where he finished, was it third? third? No, he finished third, yeah. so another 10 points lost there. So it's it's interesting to look back at it and think, okay, Ferrari, were they really that slow or were they just tripping over themselves? And that's... Mm where you kind of think there's quite a lot of points that they've left on the table. I think we've, we've spoken about it before as well, but they uh, having a completely new team, new way of working, that takes time to bed in and for everyone to feel comfortable. They had new drivers, drivers, driver. Um, it, it takes a while to bed in and yeah. some, some teams take to it really easily and it's all smooth sailing and others take a little longer and I think that's probably... Ferrari have found what works now um, and kind of goes to show... Um, Vettel looked a lot, a lot uh, more comfortable in that Ferrari, and it was still a little twitchy in places, but way, way better putting in moves that we hadn't seen him do in previous Grand yeah. Prix. So again, like it's just taken them a while to find their their feet, which is just unfortunate for the season overall, but good to see that now, hopefully. That's going to continue. Gives us on. hope for twenty twenty. Yeah. You could see that hunger as well, couldn't you? From yeah, hundred percent. Took, took the lead. He was not relinquishing that at all. Um, right, let's look, go to my three word race review. Right, but wrong, and now that's to do with uh, the Ferrari strategy, uh, the strategy call that they did, where obviously Vettel qualified third, um, was stuck behind Hamilton uh, at the beginning of the race. Charles was, you know, obviously we've, we've spoken about snailing around, uh, and it was just a, a Singapore train. Uh, and then Ferrari, uh, as far as I understand from Vettel, saying that they pretty much called him in at the very last second uh, when they saw that Hamilton carried on. Uh, he, Vettel then pit, and one one out lap was all he needed to take the lead, not to take just Hamilton, but to take the lead of the race. Charles then pits the lap later. Hamilton stays on until next year for some reason. <laughs> yeah. We're all, you know, all of us, you know, on the couches going, oh, come on, you're not pitting, you know, and Mercedes, yeah. they have no idea. But uh, And then Leclerc came out, and he was not not a happy bunny, which... I can understand. And the reason why I put right but wrong is that watching it, I'm like, oh my God, Ferrari, what have you done? You know, but when you actually look at it, look at all the facts and the fact that firstly, they didn't know that the undercut was going to be that strong. That's wrong, yeah. Um, and, and also the fact that Verstappen pit behind Vettel, so they had to protect from Verstappen and in fact ended up fighting and taking the lead from it. So I feel like there wasn't any sort of wrongdoing in the sense of, of Ferrari allowing that strategy to happen because that's exactly what Vettel needed to at least keep position and then overtake Hamilton and they got a one-two. So they turned a one-two into the, it, that would have been a one-four, one-three, yeah. maybe a one-four if yeah, they hadn't yeah. have done it. It's just unfortunate for Charles that yeah. he lost out by being good at qualifying. That's the thing that and, and it, that's the weird thing is that Vettel got the preferential strategy from being out qualified by his teammate, being behind his teammate, being under pressure, then getting the, the, the strategy. And I think that's where the wrong bit is, is that you kind of feel that Charles was, was almost robbed in a sense because he was managing the race out in front. He wasn't... Yeah, but I think I think Ferrari... that People seem to think that Ferrari did that because 
for some reason they're still they still see that old Vettel's the number one no, driver, which no, I don't think, that I don't think is the case at all. They were covering Verstappen and also it's worth noting that Mercedes did another dummy pit stop during that. You could see them out in the pits uh, during that moment. When are so, they going to get a slap wrist for that? Yeah. Well, they also, because um, Hamilton was back on the radio again saying, let's go for the undercut. And and yeah, then it was, yeah. then then Charles, Charles went to the pits. I don't know yeah. if that was directly because of that. I would yeah, doubt yeah, it was yeah. directly. But you, they were playing mind games again and they were trying to get... Ferrari to pit. Maybe it's hilarious karma for them just constantly doing dummy pit stops well, yeah. and they kept doing I'm, it and then went, oh, we probably should have actually pitted there because we would yeah. have won the race instead of finishing fourth and fifth. Well, it was it was strange and I guess like, we'll come onto this a little bit later when we talk about Mercedes, but it was strange that they didn't at least pit one of their drivers. They didn't I, pop, I can't pit either believe, of them. Yeah, I can't believe that. They, I, I can't believe no one decided, even, even someone like Albon thought it's worth a punt coming in quite mm. early putting on hard tyres and... Yeah, yeah like but it. I can see exactly why they didn't because of the, the pace that they had done. So if, yeah. Al, they, if Albon had pitted, he would have come out in like 16th place yeah. and he would have mm. been stuck in traffic and would have not got any gain whatsoever. We saw how difficult it was for Vettel and Leclerc, well, maybe not Vettel, but Leclerc to get through Lance Stroll and those guys a little bit later mm. on. But uh, it, they were just forced into their hand. The only person I am surprised that didn't pit was Hamilton because yeah. Hamilton yeah. was in the same window as Vettel. Vettel's, I mean, Hamilton's asking to pit why has Mercedes not just gone, all right, let's go with the instincts yeah. of a five-time world champion that has made strategy calls to win the race before? And that was another one of his where he's going, I can win the race, let's do that. I don't know what their reasoning was. I mean, I think, uh, again, it, which was quite, it was quite, su- quite surprising that we didn't get any safety cars in the first half of the race at all. I know, I, th- I thought it was going to be a Singapore Grand Prix for the first time ever. Well, they were saying... Especially after they put think, that graphic out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah what, what was the stat? It's like 100%. Uh, um, 17 safety cars in 11, 11 years, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, excluding this race. Yeah, yeah, and they've all come early. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them have come early on. Mm. So I think everybody is kind of when you know that it's a race where you're going to get safety cars, then your pit strategy kind of gets a bit. You're waiting and hoping and praying mm. that it's going to come, and that because you don't want to be that team that gets caught out. Yeah, having pitted the lap before the safety car, and mm. you've lost all that advantage. And but yeah, just part, part of it as well is it's a dangerous game the game they played with Leclerc, he he left himself vulnerable to the undercut. And while I've, I've seen a lot of people say Vettel is lucky and didn't deserve it at all, no, I do not agree, agree with that. Yeah. And I would say he he deserved that victory. His, uh, I think it's worth, because I've not seen this really anywhere, to be honest, other than uh, Karin Chandok posted this on uh, Twitter. So shout out to him. Vettel's... Uh, Vettel's uh, outlap after he pitted was so good that it even surprised Ferrari. That's that's part of it. It's not them going, oh, giving Vettel the preferential treatment. Mm. Uh, the middle sector uh, of everyone coming out of the pit, so Hamilton did a 41.6, Bottas did a 41.5, Leclerc did a 41.4, Verstappen did a 41.3, and Vettel did a 40.9. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then Vettel was three tenths quicker than Leclerc and Verstappen in the final sector as well. So his outlap was. Five. So they, that's, that's comparing new tyres to new tyres. That's, that's, yeah, that, that's everyone's comparison. outlap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Vettel just put in an lap unbelievable of lap of. Yeah, mm. the lap of his life to win that race. Yeah. So you can't, you can't say he's. He, he got that strategy. He, he had it in his hands of. Mm. 
if you pull up this lap, you can win the race. And he did. So fair play to him. Yeah, I, th- I think it's fair to say that both of them deserve to win the race in yeah. many aspects. You know, Charles was managing the race and then Vettel was. And I guess that's maybe where Charles almost inexperience maybe comes in. Maybe he could have pushed that extra few tenths, not really thinking that Vettel would be someone to undercut him. Because I guess that's the, the trust that you have in the team is the, yeah. the strategy. You're not going to get undercut doing. by your own teammate. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think that's something that also they were reviewing Ferrari is whether or not that was the right decision to do in terms of not switching them because of Vettel getting that that uh, that that advantage. Because then you look at the Mercedes team where Bottas was literally told to stop. But uh, let's let's go on to uh, the three word race review. Actually, no, you had an Insta poll before we do before we do that. Did you want, did you, did you want to get that? Uh, yeah, it was just the uh, the question who, who about who um, was it right? Was it I wrong? Say? Was it right or was it wrong? Uh, and it was about seventy eight percent of people said it, it was fair for them to pit Vettel because they were covering the yeah. staff in yeah. Hamilton. But also, and also, uh, just the last little point I was hoping to make about the Ferrari strategy is it's it's what they need. They've got don't forget they've got two drivers, and Vettel has been absolutely pulverized in the media and by fans and by other people just saying you're over you're going to retire you're going to you're going to leave you're going to go back to red bull like all this stuff so they've got two drivers and whilst i agree with everything that you guys just said i don't think ferrari necessarily planned to put vettel in front of leclerc mm. in terms of a long-term strategy and what that's going to do for vettel's um psychological um, yeah. well-being is going to be huge absolutely he needed it's that get spicy win. now as well because he that win. they barely even looked at each other uh they didn't even the shake cool hands did they, they hands. embraced after the uh, after they got that car okay, did they the car. yeah did they, they, they okay. embraced they did, hugged did you okay, see good. the really awkward moment where that or when um oh, charles you lost you lost weight and then he went <laughs> uh and you could tell the like, excuse me yeah you lost weight it's like really awkward. Yeah, it was really weird. Uh, that was in the cool down room. Yeah. Yeah. I must have missed that. A bit strange. Yeah, it's funny. Right, let's talk about Mercedes. Jess, three yeah. words So, my three word race review. Three word race review. It's been a while. Uh, my three word race review is uh, Wingman is back. He is. Can't. Yes. Yeah, so uh, what do you mean by that, Jess? Well, as we kind of briefly touched on, um, I forget what lap it was, but essentially because um, Mercedes left themselves completely wide open by not. Um, pitting uh, Hamilton specifically. Um, They needed Bottas to back up the rest of the field so that Hamilton had a gap so that when he came out, he wasn't um, in traffic and he had some space to breathe and try and catch back up. So he played the team game. I think he was was doing a 145 point... He'd just set fast enough, I think it was a 0.7. Yeah, 0.7. And they asked him to do a 148.8. Yeah. Which, as I think, I think David Coulthard pointed out in the commentary, he's like, you might as well not use Top Gear. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. just cruise. Well, that's back to snail pace. Yeah, from what that's, yeah. that's the thing for me, and it's something that we were chatting about when we were doing this this podcast sheet. Was you've heard you've heard team orders where you've had you know Bottas might have been racing about the pits and said, look, you know Hamilton's going to be vulnerable to Albon. Can you back him up a little bit? But go three seconds a lap slower. That is extreme. We're completely and utterly crucifying your race yeah. to when, salvage w- something from this w- because currently we're which not going to Which there was nothing yeah. really to salvage. Well, That's no, it could have been It could have been worse. Well, Hamilton, I guess, like Ferrari, they were thinking of the team game because yeah. Hamilton would have lost, they, position, to Albon, lost the position to Albon because their strategy was so bad. I, so, I, I so genuinely bad. have no idea what they were doing with Hamilton. They, they've, they've obviously stayed out and, and you kind of understand on a normal track 
the overcut sometimes works. Mm. You know, you can have fresh tyres towards the end of the race, but you just get stuck in Singapore. So I, I don't know why they didn't think, okay, we need to come in now because <laughs> yeah. we're, we're losing time every mm. single lap we stay out. I, apart from praying for a safety car, that's the only thing that I can think that they were, Must be. They, they were doing. Yeah, genuinely. Because like DRS wasn't working, you know, it wasn't giving anyone an advantage. You saw like even in the closing stages where Hamilton was kind of putting pressure on, on Verstappen, he couldn't get anywhere, really. Like, he couldn't mm. get close enough out of the DRS zones into the braking zones to do anything about it. So, yeah, like, just... I mean, again, they they seem to, to favour trying to maintain track position, but by not pitting, they lost track yeah, position. Yeah, track position is so, key. It's like Monaco. Yeah, exactly. It's so weird. It was such a weird call. And the fact they didn't even leave him out so he'd have so much fresher tyres at the end or try something completely different. Yeah. And, Which is, know, like, seven laps later... It wasn't that much of an alternate strategy. It was just a, a time waste. They've clearly gone, okay, we've messed up here. We've messed up, yeah. Now we have did. to make the call to Bottas and, and again, like another unhappy driver. Um, but it's, it's very strange. At Wayfair Pilgrim says, why are Mercedes favouring Hamilton with the strategy even when there is no threat from the other teams winning the World Drivers' Championship? I'm not Bottas sure. Bottas is a wingman. Well, again, I, I, don't, I think it's, again, as we spoke about with Ferrari, it's they were trying to salvage something from the race. I don't think they're necessarily favoring Hamilton but that was probably their only way mm. to at least get block Albon something. block Albon yeah. yeah so it was a yeah like Ferrari it's getting a 4-5 instead of a 4-6 but yeah I found that this uh, team order was a lot more savage a lot more oh, yeah get in your place and block Albon you know obviously with Vettel and Leclerc there was that kind of misunderstanding with the undercut and stuff and I felt like it was genuinely an honest call from ferrari whereas mercedes they've they've acted on the fact that they can do this with bottas but you know we've had it with mclaren on monaco at monaco um norris wasn't really going to do anything with his race so he held up the field so science could get better points position so it's not uncommon it's everybody gets annoyed about it because i guess bottas is um in the world championship in the world championship in the world championship um not for long challenge but Yeah, it's just it's just one of those things, really. What, it's a team game. Yeah. What made me laugh though is that um, Bottas turned up to Singapore and is like, "To whom it may concern," T-shirt, and he's F- like giving yeah, it Barry. Yeah. The amount Barry of Big people balls. that tagged me in that and said, "This is directed at you." I was like, "Bottas doesn't even know who I am." Barry Big Balls so. or Billy Big Balls? Billy Billy Big, Big balls. balls, not Barry. Oh, was, you say Barry? Yeah, why not? Barry why not go Barry Big <laughs> Who's Balls? Who's Barry? <laughs> Billy. Big he's got balls. bigger balls. Um, <laughs> yeah, just him him doing that, and then it's been a race where. You know, he's got the it's James call again. Yikes! But yeah, I know. Of all the calls to make as well, they're just they're just oh, trying they're, to make they're memes. Playing that. They're, yeah, Mercedes Twitter, want some memes. Their uh, their Twitter guy is going to be uh, trying to make that Valtteri it's James meme die again. Yes, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, they're like, oh, stop posting about it, and then they make <laughs> Valtteri it's James slow it. down by three seconds <laughs> yeah. a lap. Uh, I just love how it was. Can you do a forty-eight point eight or whatever it was? This is race critical. You need to save the tires. The guy's just pit. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's got save, fresh tires. Save your fresh tires when yeah. you're setting best lap. Mad. Anyway, oh, wow. you got an Insta poll for that as well, uh, Tommy. Oh uh, yeah, that was about eighty percent said that that was, was wrong. not cool, Mercedes. But again, like, what else were they going to do? Yeah. Do you, they just do they just relinquish the position, or do they just see what they can see what they can do? Oh, oh, hello. here we What's go. What's going on hello, here hello, then? Hello, hello. Audio listeners can hear the rustling. Yeah. What is it? The George Russell. Uh, the George Russell. <laughs> right. Now, before we dive into ABCDEF1, which is obviously a lot of people's favourite part of the show, I'd like to tell you a little bit about our wonderful sponsor for this video. 
Harry's, which is this wonderful kit here. Tommy, do you want to be my uh, What model? is this? This is the bag. Open up the bag. It's got uh, all sorts of in- clever ingredients in there. Uh, so, Tommy, we were actually going to get you to try this product out, but uh, it seems that your beard-growing cells have been replaced by the, your F1 knowledge cells. I think, so, uh, I think that's fair. Or you've been using this for 30 odd years. I've never seen a razor. What, what is it? <laughs> I'd actually love to see you with a full-grown beard. That would be... I think Tommy would too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. When's the next race? Now, if When's, you... I think maybe by 2021. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have your yeah. first hair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you haven't heard of Harry's before, it was started by two ordinary guys, Jeff and Andy, who were fed up with overpriced razors and wanted to fix shaving. So what they go and do is buy their own factory, you know, as you do. We just got out of the room room. They bought their own factory to save the shaving world as we know it. What absolute legends. The guys take far less profit and put more money into creating the best product possible and at almost half the price of the leading five blade brand. The Harry's trial set, which is the thing that Tommy's currently playing with now, Comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave, providing you're able to grow a beard, Tommy. Yeah. I mean, you can try it. I don't know what it it. would do, but (laughs) Uh, now I'm going to try my best advertising voice. This is our first ad read we've ever done on the podcast. Sure. I I appreciate the WTF1 colours as well. It feels so good. Uh, Right, I'm going to do my best advertising voice, okay? And I think that, you know, if we were to do this again, you guys have to do it. Okay. Okay. Harry's trial set includes everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted, it is actually pretty nicely weighted, ergonomic (laughs) handle, five precision engineered blades with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel. Lathering? Lathering. (laughs) Yeah, definitely lather. You can tell I do not use that word in my... (laughs) Lathering (laughs) shave gel. Uh, Travel blade cover. Uh, that's, That's it, travel blade cover. Can you, st- oh, you put my advertising Sorry. voice? I love the way you just Jeez. snapped. Yeah, I was like, travel blade, voice. travel blade cover. Uh, we wouldn't be doing this advertisement if it wasn't if there wasn't something to offer you guys as well. So you can get started shaving if you can grow a beard, unlike Tommy, uh, for, for, uh, to, by claiming your trial set for three pounds ninety five, and this helps to support the WTF One podcast and get your trial set delivered to you, including a razor handle, five blade cartridge, foaming shave gel, and travel blade cover. By going to harrys.com forward slash WTF One right now. That's harrys.com forward slash WTF1. So, yeah, this is um, well done. to help support the podcast and uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. Support little, uh, me getting a laptop me. back. Yeah. Because, uh, well, no. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. We did, This is literally for, you know, your, your laptop is just over. It's, record- uh, it's underneath for the, for the, the table record, right now. My laptop, we use it to record. It's not that I don't have a laptop. I just happen to use it. Yeah, otherwise, what would you be doing all yeah, day? Yeah, exactly. Uh, sponsors like Harry's help the WTF1 world go round so we can do podcasts like this. So please check do go out. check them out. Check them out. And uh, we're going to now continue. I'm going to put this away before I start shaving. Just put it down there. All right. Lovely. Beautiful. Right. <laughs> now it's time for... <laughs> Where's the jingle, Tommy? You're, supposed to be... no, you're, you're, you're never ready for it. Tommy, you have the jingle ready? Yep. Took me a while. Go on then. Lovely, love that little meow at the end as well. Right, let's dive into ABCDEF1. Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton. B. <laughs> I love how I just... <laughs> Hello? Is anybody yeah. there? Yeah, I was like, we're doing this, right? We're doing the podcast. Uh, B. B, yes, B. Uh, Valtteri Bottas. What, yeah, okay. Um, C. He's a team player, but... Wingman... He wasn't really... C. Anyway. He, he played Did you, did the you team. hear, he, um, in quali, he complained that uh, Lewis impeded his... Oh, he called him a effing S-head. Did he? Yeah. On the radio. Oh, I didn't hear that. Did not hear that? Oh my god! I can't believe. So he showed so much that. fire in qualifying, and then was like, and then was like, "This is your best chance of a world championship." And will you go 
to slow down for three seconds to help your title rival and uh, get a better result. Yeah, sure. What Could else have, is he going to do, though? Butter? Yeah, oh, yeah. Beat in him. his fairness. Beat him. C. 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 Ferrari, Sebastian Vettel. A. 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 Very, very good. Uh, Charles Leclerc. A. a. Yeah, fair enough. I think you can't really separate the two, can you? No. T- both had both good drives for different drives. reasons. They did what they had to do, and they got the one two. That was a <laughs> you didn't even do that deliberately. Gen- the the wow. genuine excitement on your face says, oh my God, I can I have done this. It's been a long day. Red Bull, Max Verstappen. A. Oh, of course you would go for an A, wouldn't you? Oh, fanboy. I think... No, I think, I think I, I, he deserves a... It was a decent yeah. drive. Red their Bull went nowhere. Their car was not good around here, which was unexpected. Surprising. But did everything good. It was surprising. I thought Verstappen had a pretty decent chance, hence why I predicted it. But clearly not, thanks, Max. But A, because... Did they ever say why they had those issues? Why they were... Did they ever sort of diagnose it? I don't know. I guess they weren't hugely strong around <coughs> Monaco. Sorry, um, just trying to knock off into the mic. But they were really good around Hungary because Max got pole, so... Difficult. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> the answer's no. The answer's we'll no. Just pose the question. Maybe Mercedes and Ferrari just got faster. Wow, okay, thanks. I thought there was like a surprising lack of interview with Horner on the coverage. Was yeah. there any on Sky? No, they normally interview him all the time. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. What a strange mm. a strange opportunity to not interview him and be like, yo, why are you not yo, winning? Yo, walk on. one with the car I there, mean, man. This is your chance. <laughs> right, uh, A for Max, uh, Alex Albon. I'm going to say a C. Yeah, C. C. Just he's... kind of lacking pace a little bit. Not as bad yeah. as Gasly, but he's still very much P6. He, had a, twi- were... he yeah. had a twitchy moment towards the end as well where he ran off, didn't he? He went wide. Um, was I that? can't remember. Far, I can't remember what corner it was. but people... I've got a cough. <coughs> Carry on. Yeah, he just it wasn't his best race. I think we were saying before, like we we're waiting for that race where he's gonna da, shine. Yeah, and he shined a bit in Spa. Yeah, to he be did. fair to him, but it's been a difficult wise difficult um, time for him to shine when the car weird, like we said, weirdly wasn't suited to Singapore, but also Monza Spa and Spa are there sort mm. of difficult kind of throwaway tracks that they yeah. don't really perform on. And Helmut Marco's come out saying that it is between him and Gasly for the 2020 seat. I think yeah. Albon's got it. Yeah. Probably. I mean, Gasly, uh, Gasly, which we'll get on to, uh, he's performing a bit better now, obviously, yeah. with Toro Rosso. But, um, <laughs> Renault, Danny Ricciardo. Strange. He had, a, he had a crazy qualifying, didn't he? Because uh, he got disqualified for... Going 0.0001 second faster with the engine... BMG UK. You want you want some more power? Well, I'll give you it, but it might be illegal. But but for like a fraction of a fraction of a second. And it didn't even yeah. help him. And it wasn't no. even on a lap that he was going faster on. <laughs> yeah. It's the tiniest little blip. It's crazy that they can pick that up though. You know, yeah. they're like, what's that? What's that line? That's gone over the line. Yeah. Disqualify him. It's weird though, isn't it? Like, it's str- mm. like considering the things that go on where they don't get disqualified. I'd like to think that an alarm went off in the steward's office when that <laughs> happened. It's like the SpongeBob meme, like we're all just running around fire, like ah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess rules is rules. Yes, exactly. Demo rules. Dem- <laughs> yes, Daniel said C. 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 I, yeah, I, I want to give him a B for entertainment purposes, but I'll allow. He was the only one entertaining at the start. He was yeah, the only one doing overtakes. A couple of questionable overtakes. Yeah, weren't there? I think he was very unfortunate on the the one that he did on Giovinazzi, yeah. uh, where he just got a bit of a swap. It was a good move. Like it wasn't mm. it wasn't a Kvyat Raikkonen turn one, but it was just that little swapper. Wham! Goodbye, and that was it. That was it. Wham! Nick Hulkenberg. He also had a whammy, didn't he? He did, in the yeah. right at the beginning. Right in the, uh, He'd be the old... slightly ambitious to go up the inside. Of that corner as of well. Of that corner, yeah. It, 
it was I think because Carlos was taking a swooping outside line, wasn't he? He, yeah. was, he was trying to get a good run onto the onto the straight and I guess he was hoping like, that Carlos would see him, but they just they did touched. Not. And Lando was like, Oh. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carlos. Um so Nico, we're gonna give a C because it was a decent drive. Yeah. So he got yeah. up to a points from last. It, does that deserve a B? From last? No. Yeah, because he was back to last when he had to pit. Yeah, oh, he was, oh, yeah. But yeah. he was very much helped by Leclerc, Leclerc backing the entire field up. So, C. Oh, okay, all right, fine. Whatever. Don't care. Uh, Haas, Roman Grosjean. Oh, F. God. F, get in the bin. I, I mean, what a race for him to get re-signed. It was his chance to help with the whole, you know, everyone's on my back here on social media. Yeah, Let's everyone, be honest, yeah. everyone on social media was like, very... Why is not Hulk? This guy's rubbish. Because he's 50p a year, Grosjean. Yeah. I <laughs> and yeah. then you race... Well, in comparison your, to what Hulkenberg's probably yeah, asking for. Five pound, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, racing against a Williams, then crushing into a Williams. Uh, Poor old George Russell, just minding his yeah. own business. Oh, yeah. got, oh, side by side with the car. That's not something I'm used to this season. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's Grosjean. Into yeah. the wall. It was a very ambitious move, wasn't it? You actually saw, wasn't it? Um, didn't didn't was it Ricardo or Hulkenberg that backed out of a move because it was Grosjean? <laughs> wow, Hulkenberg, I think it was. I think it was Hulkenberg. Yeah. He backed. He backed out and he was, was like, like ah, yeah. "Do you know what? Rear end of a donkey, that one." <laughs> uh, but yeah, Grosjean. Uh, just I don't know what. You have to think that Haas only resigned him because one, he has experience; two, probably quite good at setting up the car and stuff like that; yeah. and three, Netflix. he's cheap. And and four, Netflix. Netflix. Oh, oh yeah. Cannot but. wait for season two. What a series that is. Uh, Kevin Magnussen. Actually had a, like, considering, again, like, Haas had no pace, he... He got no pace. He yeah. got no pace. He was in a good position, like... Yeah, he was um, running up, but then a, a plastic bag got caught in his front wing. Oh, God, really? <laughs> is that what happened? Like a, what was it, a sandwich bag or a, uh, a, a big bag? A plastic bag. It wasn't a bag for life. It was, a, a like, a plastic bag. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it got caught in his front wing and he had to pit. And he was Unreal. running in the points. How does... Oh, that's so bad. So he lucky. has really bad luck. He's had some really bad luck this season. Yeah. He's, he's, he's doing all right to say that the Haas is terrible. It's an absolute dog of a car, it's isn't it? Awful. It's awful. They're slipping to like Williams It's the most inconsistent now. car. Yeah. To think that they're... And again, Australia, we're like, wow, Haas have turned up. Lovely. And then they just don't... They just seem yeah. to always fall away. It's yeah. very it's, strange. It's a, it's a worrying time for him as well, obviously. Like, we've not even mentioned the fact that Rich Energy have finally gone. We won't get too much into it. But, yeah, it's it's not looking good for them. No, no. They were meant to be this Ferrari... They were meant to be this Ferrari B team as well, which is now Alpha. Mm. They've lost their title sponsor. They've signed Grosjean. It's <laughs> bad. Savage from Tommy. <laughs> you got to think, though, because they'll be slipping down the constructor standings as well, I imagine. I, I, yep. I can't think of what they're obviously above Williams. Who else yeah. are they above? I think that's it. Yeah, let's let's sure. get the constructor standings up. But in terms of that, my thoughts behind that was that obviously constructors' winnings at the end of the season will be huge for someone like Haas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where are they? So they're ninth. They're ninth. So only above Williams. Uh, yeah. yeah. How and many Al- points have they got? Ten points. They've got twenty-six, and Alpha have thirty-five. Right. So and and it looks like Alpha are any you know looking pretty consistent at least as a, and as they're a, improved. As a seem to be like improving at least one driver yeah. usually gets points. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Can't see Haas finishing anything other than ninth. And considering they were they were competing for fourth, fourth place one year when they had year. the um, when they were just last year's Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to wonder how long they'll stick around, how long they're able to stick yeah. around um, with 
you know, I mean, that might be out, so. that might be the crux of why they signed Grosjean again mm. because they just genuinely can't afford to do anything else. Yeah, maybe. I don't know how much sponsorship Grosjean brings as well. That's obviously another factor that Is not really? many people see. I don't know. Netflix. Netflix, yes, Netflix sponsor Grosjean. <laughs> <laughs> just drive really badly and we'll continue to sponsor so you. So what have we given Magnuson? We've gone on on a tangent. Yes, uh, I think we should give B. him a B. B. Let's okay. give him a B because yeah. plastic bags, you know, uh, and all that bag. good stuff. Uh, I, th- I guess we just kind of have to quickly mention before we carry on, like the actual midfield was ridiculous mm-hmm. in the race. Yeah. It genuinely was mad. Like there were so many overtakes, especially after the safety cars. I know Martin Brundle said about the whole safety cars breeding more safety cars, which was just caused this explosion of dive bombs. And I quite enjoyed it. There, was, been- a, there was a moment where I think it was Magnussen, Stroll and Kvyat. And you're like, that's a trio that is going to end badly. Did and it? they were, they did all right. Mm. But it was surprising because there, there was some risky moves people were like going for lunges and backing out it was it was awesome yes it was quite yeah, quite well, enjoyable well, yes. i did actually think after the third safety car i was like there's gonna be another one uh, every time i was just like someone's gonna crash yeah someone's gonna crash and we actually almost went a whole race without one which was mad but hey ho let's carry on mclaren carlos signs that was an unfortunate like his race was pretty much over from the get-go yeah, yeah. and then they couldn't um he came into the pits and they couldn't jack the car up after his first collision with Hulkenberg. And there was a very funny video on Twitter of uh, the guy trying to jack the car up and being literally pulled up by the jack. Because I, I, I don't know, that must have been a fault. or I don't know. Or he didn't put it in properly. Oh, that sounds bad. <laughs> um, but it, either way, it was just quite funny to watch. If you haven't seen it, uh, I think it's one of the McLaren engineers uh, that just gets flown by the jack. Not badly. Just And he's a big guy that, too. Yeah, he is. He's, he's stacked. <laughs> He's like, oh, I should go to the gym more. I would I have like, literally Pfft. just flung. Like, it would have been like oh a God. catapult. <laughs> It'd be like that meme where you just go flying. <laughs> 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 yeah. Disappear uh, into the sun. Oh <laughs> so, Carlos, we're going to give... Uh, I don't know. Like, C. He must have sustained, sustained some damage as well from yeah. that. Oh, that he did. He meant, uh, McLaren mentioned to him on the radio that they had aero damage. Yeah, so, so let's just give him a C. C. Lando Norris, A. A. A, yeah. Top, Great drive. Really, really good, good drive. Really he was like, my driver of the day. Was he? Who was driver of the day? Uh, Vettel. Vettel. Yeah. Uh, Lando, really, really good drive. Not a kind of drive that you'd expect from a more sort of experienced driver. Yeah. I mean, he just. He's almost like a. And this isn't meant to sound bad, but like a Hulkenberg. Whenever Hulkenberg gets into seventh. He just He's there. stays there yeah. and you just don't see anything else. Yeah. yeah. And, and Lando's the same thing. It just seems like he can just get his head in the zone. He, you know, Because he says in interviews afterwards, it looked boring, I guess, from a TV's perspective. But I'm still managing a million things and blah, 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 blah. It's like a spaceship. But, you know, it's, it, Lando's very good at just bridging the gap when there's mm. not that there's issues with strategy. If he gets caught up in the field, I think he does struggle a bit more with overtaking potentially. But Did I, you see uh, he cut his race suit? Yeah, I, I saw the interview yeah. with, with his knee he had or like his, his a, leg. A cut in his race suit because of the the bumps and him turning keep and it hitting into the steering wheel. Bump and yeah, it literally cut a hole in his overalls. It's mad, isn't it? Like, I don't. That must actually bruise his legs. I imagine. Yeah. but it's a bit of a. Well, Singapore is always known as that crazy, bumpy, crazy race. Well, they all come out like absolutely sweating, don't mm. they? Yes. Apart from Lando, so, who literally looked like he'd just gone for a 
Sunday walk. Bless him, so. he was so hard on himself in qualifying as well, apparently. Yeah, like, I was like, an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his, his uh, Instagram post was like, I'm stupid. It's, it's all the young drivers, aren't they? They're all so self-critical. You've got Charles, yeah. it's just like, I'm stupid. Lando, Charles. I'm yeah. an idiot. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite interesting to see this different side where usually it's like, yeah, the team or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But these well, guys are just I like... I guess Max is the, oppos- is the only exception to that rule where he never blames himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, very, he's a stubborn man, isn't he? Uh, Racing Point, Sergio Perez. Well, they, I mean... Racing Point in general just had a terrible dreadful weekend they were doing really well and then yeah it all just went tits up didn't it C for Perez yeah C for Perez yeah and Lance Stroll C as well I thought he did I thought Stroll did particularly well where did he finish in the end Um, well because he had the um, he got a puncture didn't he yeah Um, him and who did he hit I can't remember so many all I remember is the commentary team not picking up on the fact that he had a puncture he finished 13th Mm, yeah, but he had a puncture. But he, had a puncture and but he was in he, the he was in the points. He, he, did, really he did three stops. Yeah, yeah, he did three stops. Oh, mad. Mm. Three stops and thirteenth. See, Let's, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alpha Romeo, yeah. Kimi Raikkonen. Bit of a struggle. He was getting beaten by his teammate. Yeah, got he absolutely a bit, punted. A bit anonymous. Yeah, he got torpedoed by the torpedo. torpedo. Yeah, didn't even notice he was in the race until Kvyat just decided to say, "Hey." It was a weird. Yeah. sort of lacklustre performance from Kimi they, only, I, I they only picked mm. up on him when he was like really struggling with tyres and everyone mm. was just passing him and then he got torpedoed so. D. D yeah yeah, not great really Antonio fine. Giovinazzi now I, I want to give this man a B he was leading the race he dominated for four laps it has to be said you know you, at some points you were hoping for a red flag you know just to he dominated for he four laps he was dominating the man was out in front Came on board. There was no, there was like no nerves. He looked, yeah. oh God. I mean, the way he defended the lead was beautiful, wasn't it? Broke 400. Defending, defending that lead from uh, the <laughs> hard-charging Pierre Gasly in a Toro. Was I watching a different uh, race? All you saw was Antonio leading. <laughs> it's a bit of a shame for him. I don't know how it would have worked out in the end, but everyone was like, oh, imagine a safety car now. And then he pitted, and I'm sure it was only a couple of laps until the, the, the safety, safety car, car came yeah. out. You know, he could have got some... Big hefty points. Big points. Big boy big points. But he did, he did get a, a post-race penalty, didn't he? Because he, he drove too close to Marshall's. Yeah, which was actually quite close from what... Yeah, but there's a picture. And considering that they didn't call a safety car for out... For so long. Yeah. For Russell. In several occasions. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Russell one particularly, because there was an F1 driver on track getting out of a car without a helmet on. Yeah. yeah. And the cars were just going straight past him. Double-waved yellows. That's not going to save it. Like, what... It was yeah, very odd, it was and it's, it's almost like they've gone old school. They're like, ah, oh, black and white flag coming back, no VSC. I mean, what's the point in never throwing that? That's literally yeah, the have reason. Have we had a VSC? Mm. Yeah, we have no, had VSCs. Yeah, but, yeah, but not, not in Singapore, which you'd one imagine. Singapore, which, they see yeah. a car stopped on track, instant VSC in my eyes, but yeah. Yeah. very odd. Uh, so, Giovinazzi, can we give him a B? Let's give him yeah, a B. Yeah, let's give him a B. Uh, okay, Toro Rosso, Daniel Kvyat. Not a good race for him. No, no. Torpedo got a little bit aggressive. I say um, a little bit, very. Didn't seem to have the pace of Gasly. I know Gasly started on the hards and had a different strategy, but Kvyat just seemed a bit clumsy and not yeah. really anywhere. Back I mean, to he his had a, old didn't he have a couple a of moves bit. that were pretty all right? Like he landed them and they, yeah. were, they were okay. <laughs> he landed them. <laughs> Uh, the old, like, <laughs> <yeah>. full <on laughs> seven <laughs> yeah um, and then unfortunately ended in tears so you can't give him anything more than a d can you really for it's got to be an e maybe an f he absolutely kamikaze'd give me raikkonen 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah I guess if we gave Grosjean an F. He came back from way, way back, didn't he? Way back. It's a turn one yeah. that isn't way, way that back. slow of a corner. It's not really a braking zone much. It is. It's not medium It's not break. a heavy braking zone Half, that you go medium, for a lunch. Medium rare. Braking zone. We come up with our own. Yeah, medium rare braking point. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, I think maybe e? a D. D, no, e. D. D. Who have we given a D? Got, we don't ever keep track of no. who we've given. Someone does, though. Shout out to that person oh, yeah. who has created an, yeah, a table and a half. I need to shout Go on, you go that. get the handle yeah. whilst we, we turn our attention to Pierre, Pierre Gasly. B. B. Oh, okay. Yeah. Decent, <laughs> Decent race from him. Looking Hello, very much bro. settled in Toro Rosso. Uh, it just, I don't know what it is about that team that just makes him perform much better. But. Car, probably. Uh, TuneFix2 on Twitter posted an unbelievable graphic. Olympic where table. A, a proper table Who's full winning? of... Um, Depends which, was, depends which league you're talking about. Yes. Every league. So this is up to the Italian Grand Prix. Uh, standings, uh, Verstappen, Hamilton, Russell, Leclerc, Sainz. Russell. The order. P3, nice. Let's have a look quickly. The, Let's have a look at there this. Goes, oh, there's oh, like the so average. So you've average. got averages. So, oh, who's average to D? Who's bottom? Grosjean probably. Bottom is Pierre Gasly, oh, which him. doesn't oh, surprise but, me. Because yeah, of his Red Bull. Giovinazzi was 19th on the average, but I think he's going to move himself up with that, with that cheeky B. Grosjean's going to go down. Yeah, so your average of that, then you've got an Olympic table where Charles Leclerc is winning with three A stars. If that closes one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to throw your phone, Tommy. But yeah, it's, it's great to see. Thank you so much for, for both the effort on this and the um, predictions as well. There's a table for Thank that. Thank you. Love it. Uh, okay, Williams, George Russell. Mm. C. C. Yeah. 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 Really, really expected him to out-qualify a midfield car or really, you know, Did you? show something. Oh, we'll, we'll dive into that in your predictions. Yeah, well. uh, Robert, down. Robert Kubica. God. He put up. He, he put, put up a, a fight. Good, he put a good move on K Mag. Uh, we know. I know your thoughts on. Well, that. Just, it's not. No, it's it's just a shame. Like it's just a shame. I just I think it is. A, it is. It's kind of almost like pity a little bit when you. It's see disappointing. It. And what a horrible position to be in. Like yeah. he's a driver that doesn't deserve pity. No. Yeah. Um, no. His so, talent, especially exactly. in the, his first stage of his career, was unbelievable. But it's still an amazing achievement that he, he managed to come back and. Obviously, we wish him the best with whatever he decides to do. We don't know what he's. Yeah, he said he's leaving yet. Williams, but that's clearly he's, he's retiring. Williams are like, please leave. We don't want to sack you. Just, just say yeah. you're leaving. Yeah, because I feel I genuinely feel like that might be the thing where yeah. they've gone. It's not working out, but if they fire him, it's almost like even worse. even a worse fairy tale of him coming back. It's a shame he didn't come back for like a race or something, mm. and and it had been this like real feel good story, but. No, you're always going to aim for a season, season, though, aren't you? Yeah. And the, so likelihood is that um, Latifi will be partnering Russell. Yeah, I can so see very that young, happening. Very, very young, very young team. Could be fiery as well if Williams start to get good. Latifi versus Russell. Yeah. Very young pairing. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, so Kubica, we're going to give a... Uh, C. 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 He put up a fight. Yeah, he, he fought some okay. He fought cars. people. Predictions for Singapore. Now, we I did two predictions that were very safe in my eyes and they were both completely wrong. Verstappen on pole, nowhere near. And Ferrari beaten by both Mercedes and Red Bull. Ouch. Jeez, I am never yeah. doing that ever again. Uh, that just uh, shows me. To be me, fair, a lot of people thought that was going to be the case, yeah. including myself. So don't go for safe predictions. Jess? I said they'd be the top three teams on the podium. Nope. Incorrect. Mm. Um, and there will be multiple puns about the music acts playing. I mean, that was kind of a... It wasn't really mentioned. I thought we'd at least no, see not, like the chili peppers on the pit wall yeah. or something. Or, Nothing. or a, you know, like a garage been... invite from Muse, Muse are playing there. I saw well. Ella Air, but she was playing at Amber Lounge, not even on... Amber Lounge. Amber Lounge. Uh, um, Tommy? 
uh, Albon oh. podium. That didn't happen. No. And George Russell will outqualify midfield car. He did outqualify Ricardo because no. he qualified. Yes, that does not count. Half. That is that is not half point. Out qualify. Out qualify. Yeah. He didn't out qualify. He didn't qualify. Uh, that was that was a post that was a post quality penalty. Get in the bin. Zero points. Fans though, you've done pretty well. Adam PW underscore F one. McLaren best of the rest. Yes. Yes. Danny underscore Co. Mercedes to throw a dummy pit stop at least once. Yes. Yes. Definitely did. K Mangum ninety five. Williams will get a point with Russell. No. Nowhere near. It's close. Predictions for Russia. Now, I have gone for Russia will actually be exciting. Bold. Which is You've gone for the opposite zero points. <laughs> yeah, I've gone for non-safe predictions and Hast will make Q3. That's just one car, just to... Uh, you okay, Han? I, I, must, I might be drunk. No, I'm not. But yeah, Hast will make Q3, so we'll see. Uh, Jess? Um, Kvyat will torpedo someone into the Kvyat grandstand. One point. Next. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a bit of a weak one from me, um, but I've just said, because it's Russia, it's going to get political. So when you say it will get political, politics will be mentioned... Do you just mean showing Putin? Does that, yeah, does that count? I'm going to take it, yeah. Oh, for God's sake. So, And then if Bernie is with him, what's your two? Uh, mine is that Bernie will be at the race with Putin. All right, so there could be a so two-pointer two there. Two-pointer. Um, uh, Bottas will get pole because he loves the place. Don't necessarily think he'll win because Mercedes will be like, you're driving too fast, please. Yeah, could you please just maintain slow it? down. And let Six Lewis seconds don't want you slower. to win the Drivers' Championship. Yep. You're the wrong driver. Yeah. But you're not a wingman. We just promise. Just, just we want you to win. win. Do you reckon Man. if he does get pole though, and he does fly away, they're just gonna, they'll just let him. Oh yeah, they'll let him yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if, if Hamilton's in second, if Hamilton's in third, they'll give him the undercut, then Hamilton will win. Uh, fans. Anyway, fans. Uh, the fans have gone for Albon qualifies for Stappen. That's Tiago tactics. That's mm. wrong. Uh, banana cake pies. There will be no safety car or VSC. Well, we can guarantee there's gonna, not going to be a VSC because apparently that's not what we do anymore. <laughs> not sure about SC uh, and Gerardo EH. Kvyat finishing in the points. That's a safe prediction. I mean, either that's going to happen or Jess, your torpedo will happen. Well, no, I don't think both will happen. Well, no, because... Um, Kvyat survived this one. Kvyat survived torpedoing Rackham. Did he get... He got a penalty for that, did he? No. No, no, um, it was uh, uh, to be looked at after the race and I don't think there was even... And they just went home and went... Can't be, can't I mean, <laughs> can we just say, I wish nothing should be looked at post-race race, yeah. apart from maybe technical stuff where yeah, they need yeah. to do some more investigation on the car. Driving incidents should be decided yeah, there and then there and then like that's how, just stupid yeah how can you not decide because then it's that a case of we want to hear from the driver no no he me? torpedoed yeah. him yeah. everyone can see that he survived yeah. kimmy didn't that is a yeah. penalty yeah. apparently i not. just imagine like kivyat going into like the stewarding and they get and give it's like uh no i didn't do that that, was, that wasn't me that was, was gasly yeah <laughs> and he's like oh sorry okay that's fine i mean if, if the, it confuses the commentators enough so yeah. maybe yeah. that would work why do they need to listen to the drivers and stuff like that i don't know so anyway we're done we are We're done, done here. So thank you so much for listening slash watching. Make sure to give us nothing less than five stars. Can't give us more because that's not possible. But 100% f- feedback. I was going to say false feedback. <laughs> that's a different video. But thank you so much for listening and watching. Thank you to Harry's as well for sponsoring this video. And uh, make sure you go and shave yourself if you need to be shaved. Uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> strange uh, getting thing. weird. And um, it's harrys.com forward slash WTF1. Supports the podcast. Make sure that we can do things like this, which uh, I'm sure lots of you enjoy very much. We enjoy being here. Thank you to Tommy and Jess once again for, for being here. And we will You're see welcome. you in one week's time for race week, which is right now. It's race week. It's race week. Hey. Come on.